With the second pick, the Denver Broncos select Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, Von Miller. Von Miller. Von Miller. Von Miller. Howdy, guys. This is Von Miller, and welcome to this week's Voncast. It's an honor and a privilege to to do this every week with you guys, and this week is going to be a special episode for you guys. Um, before I get to my my guest this week, um, I'll talk a little bit about my guest before I get to him. This is one of my favorite players in the entire league. Um, I've been watching him since he came into the league. I've been watching him since he's been in the league. Like, this is my guy. But before I, you know, step into that, you know, I want to take a little bit to really address, you know, my injury and, you know, what happened um, without, like, going all the way into it, of course. But, you know, this is the Voncast, and I know a lot of people, you know, love and care about your boy. So, you know, I just wanted to address that. I didn't want to just jump over there and act like, you know, I never got hurt or anything like that. I did get hurt. Um, you know, the news is not the best of news, but it's definitely not the worst of news. Um, it's kind of like in the middle. Um, you know, I didn't tear my ACL. That was the, the huge, you know, part of it. Um, but you know, I do have some, uh, lateral meniscus damage and it's, it's going to have to be addressed, but I, I do feel like I can, you know, play through that. So I'm just going to wait a little bit, wait a little bit, let the, let the swelling go down for about, you know, seven to 10 days. And, you know, hopefully right before the Jets game, you know, I will, be back. And of course it's, it's going to be like, you know, I'm not going, you know, of course it's going to be something that I had to push through, which I've done before. Um, you know, I've been here before I've battled through injuries, battled through knee injuries before. So, you know, I, I feel confident. It's only been about five days since the injury and each and every day, you know, working with the training staff, I feel better and better about, you know, my situation. So like I said before, it's not, you know, the best news that you could possibly get, but it's definitely not the worst news. Um, you know, I will say on top of that too, like, you know, I signed up to be a Buffalo Bill for a, a long time and, you know, I want to do my best for my teammates. Um, and I want to do my best for this organization and the fans. And I want to put myself in a situation to be able to produce and be able to go out there and do what I do each and every week. So if I'm out there, you know that I'm ready to go and I feel totally confident about my injury. I feel totally confident about where I'm at. I'm not just going to go out there just, you know, for a, for a superhero um, game or anything like that. I feel like, you know, you're 12. I don't have to, you know, do things like that. But if I'm out there, you know, I'm feeling 100% and I'm ready to go. Um, I think one of the toughest parts about being injured is just, it's just not being, for me, it's just not being with my teammates. Like, not being in the mix with my teammates, not being in the rotation with my teammates and not going through that everyday struggle and that everyday grind to to build and to try to uh, really go out there and, and fight for a win and, and and not being able to be in a locker room with everybody and laugh and joke. And, you know, that's, that's what I miss the most, not being in the meeting room. Like, I got to go to rehab all day every day, not being able to joke and you know, uh, bump around with the guys, even though I have a smile on my face and I'm, and I feel very good about where I'm at. I just want to be in the mix, man. I came here for a reason. You know, I came here to win a Super Bowl. I didn't come here just to, you know, hang out and, you know, uh, slap ass or, you know, do anything like that. I came here for a reason. So whenever I'm, you know, not able to, you know, go out there and produce, that's what affects me the most. But, 
I'm doing everything I can. Uh, I, I can tell you this, you have not seen the last of Vaughn Miller. Um, I'm gonna miss this week, but I think every other week after this, you know, I should be able to, I should be able to give it a shot. I should feel good about it. And, um, you know, that, that injury was crazy because I did like a little side swipe and I stepped inside and it was just like a little inside stunt to the big gap. You know, Sewell, he kind of gave me a check. I kind of float. He gave me a check to the outside shoulder. I floated inside. And as soon as I started to get up field, like the guys, uh, the guy is nobody's fault, but my foot was stepped on and his weight just kind of caved in on the outside of my knee. And at the same time I was going forward. So it just created like this buckling motion. And um, I'm truly blessed and fortunate to not, you know, have any other serious damage, but it was a tough injury and this is a warrior sport. And, you know, one thing I would never ever do is say, why me? Because God has blessed me in so many different ways, man. Um, you know, just to be able to have this Voncast with, you know, you guys and this guest that I'm about to bring up, like that is a blessing in itself, you know, to be a part of this team and, you know, to be in a situation where I can still go out there and do what I do at a future date, man, it's, it's an extreme blessing. So I'm grateful. I'm happy. I don't want nobody feeling sorry for me. Like, man, I signed a, I signed a six-year deal, man. <laughs> don't feel sorry for me, man. I promise you, I'm going to be good. <laughs> man, I swear to God, I'm going to be good. But, you know, I just got to fight through it, man, and I'll be back. Rehab is going good. I'm feeling good. I think the mental aspect of it is really the most important thing whenever you're getting hurt. As soon as you get hurt, you know, it's easy to fall into this ball of self-pity uh, and and feeling sorry for yourself and and, and depression. Like it's, that's, those are all natural things, but not me. I'm good. I, 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 I always choose to look at the positive side of things. And um, because I just feel like your odds are better over here, just because you think positive and you, and you believe in positive things doesn't always mean positive things will happen. But I just choose to live like this is just my life. I'm, I just choose to live on, on this this positive side of things. I choose to always go right instead of left. I choose to surround myself around positive people, positive energy, and that's just my choice, man. So that is my update on my injury. And without any further ado, this guy that I got coming up here, he could easily have 35 sacks a season, maybe even more, 40 sacks. Well, we play, we play 17 games. You know, two sacks a game, like he could go crazy, <laughs> bro. I'm telling you, he could go crazy each and every week. Um, the offenses just choose to have all eleven people check for this guy each each and every week. <laughs> so you know, it, you know, he got to fight through five and six guys to get there, and he's still able to go out there and dominate um, each and every week. I'm a fan of the sport. Uh, I'm a fan of our craft, pass rushing. I'm a huge fan of this guy. He's a he's a he's a fellow Texas Aggie. He's a, a former overall pick in the 2017 draft, two-time first-team All-Pro. Last month, he became the Cleveland Browns all-time franchise sack leader with 62 and a half career sacks. And I think that says it all. This is my guest, Miles Garrett. Clap it up, oh my boy. <laughs> Miles, how's it going, bro? Yeah, it's going well, brother. It's, it's great to hear the, the update because you know that that positive talk and you know your your nature. You know, it's just it's just uplifting as it is, man. Man, I, I am good, man. And I had great examples, you know, before me, you know, from 
guys that have dealt with injury before, man. You you've dealt with injury before. You got guys like Tom Brady and Demarcus Ware. Like, you know, I'm good, man. I'm in a great situation. But how did you spend your day off? Man, most of my day off really was just you know, relaxing with my dog. Just watching watching some of the World Cup, watch USA get that win, advance into yep. the knockout round, play some Call of Duty, you know, mm-hmm. play with the boys. Uh, well, yesterday we had a little day off too, so played played God of War. Uh, really just you know, chilling around the house, getting some, get some rest from recovery, getting some treatment, got a workout in, you know, just yep. trying to you know, stay, stay grounded, stay around the house. Are you a PC guy or are you console guy? PC guy, you know, master race. Me too, man. Me too, man. I got to get your gamer tag so we can link up on some of those Warzone games. On your free time, it's crazy because, you know, doing a little research on my free time, I like to play golf. You know, I like to hit the golf course. I like to play golf. I'm not saying I'm good at golf, but I like to be out there with my boys and hang out. On In your free time, you like to play pickup basketball in the off season. Do you think that, of course, I already know the answer to this, but I think, you know, people want me to ask it. Do you think that you could play in the NBA if you didn't follow your your dream to play in the NFL? Do you think you could play in the, in the NBA and be the same Miles Garrett that you are in the NFL in the NBA? I think I got a good chance. I mean, spending all my time, my effort, my focus on basketball, you know, losing all this this muscle, you know, getting just you know, straight lean and, you know, Adjusting myself to that game, I definitely think I, I could have, you know, been an elite player. But you know, looking at the, you know, the contract I got now, I'm, I'm definitely blessed in, in the situation I'm in. Regardless of you know anything else that's happening, and I know the Browns would much rather I play some golf like you than uh, be hooping in the off season. You know, I think over time, man, you just you just love you like it, it's a you, the thing with golf. You know, they always tell us coming into the NFL, like, play golf, play golf, like, pick up the sticks, like, and it just takes some time. Once you really, like, get that bug and you really just really fall in love with golf, man, it is nothing like it, man. And I'm sure you said the same thing about basketball. Who is the who is the best NFL basketball player? Now, last week I had Mike Evans. Now You played with Mike, right? I played with him Mike a couple Evans? times. I mean, Mike, Mike is cold. He played with Mike Evans. So before we say, you know, who's the best basketball player in the NFL, I know Mike, you know, he watched the show. You know, I just, you know, I, this is no disrespect to, to Mike Evans, but this is from Miles Garrett, Mr. 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 Dunks and Sacks. Who is the best basketball player in the NFL, in your opinion? Man. I mean, Mike's up there. I know. I'm, I'm taking myself out the equation. Yeah, I, I knew you would, though. I knew you would. But if you was, I, you would get my vote, man. And there's no disrespect to, like, Mike or anything else. But it's good that you you take yourself out of the equation. Who else you got for your boy? Man, DK is pretty nice. DK Metcalf. Uh, mm-hmm. OBJ is good at everything. Any Anything yep. OBJ touches, my, my man's good at, good at soccer. He's good at basketball. Mm-hmm. Baseball? Base. I mean, come on now. My man can do it yep. all. Uh, I mean, as far as the guys I can, I can think of, Mike might be number one. Yeah, and he didn't play. He didn't. He didn't start playing football until his senior year in high school. That's well, he had played before. He told us. He told us last week that he had played before, but you know, he was always serious on basketball. 
And then his his senior year, he picked up football, got a scholarship, and you know, the rest is history. Mm-hmm. Um any pickup stories like with any other did you ever play against Mike or DK or you know any of those guys? I know y'all got y'all got probably got a basketball goal in the Browns facility, so you can see like OBJ and the guys shoot around. You got any stories? You ever dunk on anybody? So I ain't dunking anybody on the, the Brown facility. We we started pulling out the hoop like this year, yeah. this year and last year. So I didn't really get to, to catch anybody under the rim. You know, it was really just shooting yeah. contests. Jacoby actually yeah. got a nice shot. I can't can't lie. I seen some seen some uh some shots from him. I seen seen the, the form. He actually looked pretty nice. Man, so Jacoby, man, I played Jacoby a couple of times and he is so hard to tackle. And we was on the bus riding back home, right, after the game, after we played John in Detroit. And I'm like, man, like, bro, why is he so hard to tackle this guy? And they was like, man, you know he used to play point guard. I was like, you know he's one of the best basketball players in the league, so his little subtle movements, and he ain't going to give you no sack. I'm like, man, what you mean? He's like, they was like, he's like that in college, man. He ain't never give up no sack. So I feel a little bit better, you know, about that, man. But, Miles, you known as a renaissance man. You are, you know, you are very talented and you you really put your energy into a lot of things, man. I you know I feel the same way about myself. I I'd like to be multifaceted, and I don't like to just be in a box of just a football player. I like to I like to say, you know, football is just something that I do. Football is just it's something that I do with my with my with my time. It's not like who I am. And you are the same way, man. You you have a lot of fun interests. You know you you're big in the poetry, big in the basketball, of course, science. Um, dinosaurs. If you didn't play football, what do you think you would be doing? What, what you would be the Miles Garrett of what? Man, like you said, like football is to me like a, it's a gift. It's a set of abilities. It's a privilege. Like it's it's not who we are. It doesn't define us. So we have so much more that we've we've grown into, and that who we are. Mm-hmm. For me, you no, know, I would probably be you know kind of doing the same thing, but just give my, my time more to it. You know, being, you know, giving myself completely to paleontology, you know, writing more poetry, be, be more uh, progressive about, you know, publishing that and being more forward with it. Uh, I'd be a little bit more of a world traveler. I'd be doing, doing a lot more digs. I've always wanted to, you know, do some digs out in, you know, Montana uh, and Alberta, Go to Morocco, mm-hmm. you no know, go to you no know, places like that, and uh, go go and do uh, fossil hunts. So that's always interested me, and uh, I always you know, wanted to to write children's books as well. And I've been mm-hmm. you know, in the process of doing it for like over almost two years now, and I'm just trying to get it get it perfect, get the get the the best uh, idea I can on paper. And you know, some of that stuff just it's always you know, stuck with me. And it's always meant a lot to me. It's always been, you know, kind of been instilled with my parents and you know, my parents' parents. And, yeah. uh, you know, giving back and, you know, part of that, you know, philanthropic, uh, like, need that I have to give back. It's just like, it's just, you know, always been of my nature. And it, it just comes just comes easily you know, to, to do stuff like that. And so the platform that we have just, just makes it so much mm-hmm. more accessible, makes myself more accessible. To, to do that for, for others who can't, you know, do as much for themselves. Man, that's that's amazing, man. Um, I always like I always like to think about the the great quote that Uncle Ben had told Spider-Man. He told Peter Parker on 
Spider-Man, right? He said, with great power grows, comes great responsibility. great responsibility. And we have a great power to be in the NFL. We have a huge platform to be able to give back. It would just be, it would just be wrong to just play football every day and not really get the most out of this and not give back and not help and not try to create some type of charity or foundation or to raise awareness to whatever situation that you have in your heart. Um, I saw you, you had, um, you had went to Africa with the water boys. Yes, I did. You, Chris you, Long's you did no foundation. Yes, sir. Went to, went to Africa last year, went to Kenya. And then year before that went to Tanzania. So really just, you know, crossed crossed over they're right next to each other and it was like it was almost night and day you know as far as like uh other situations uh as far as city life as far as you know going out into the brush and safari uh, you just see that like kenya is a little bit more industrial compared mm -hmm. to tanzania and a little bit further further along the way and in comparison like over here or in in Europe, like they still have so much further to go as far as you no know, progressing towards that kind of you no know, life and living situation. But you know, that the the positivity and the the light that they bring, you know, the the like the wealth of their soul. And there's just so much I feel like it's so much deeper like on average over there just because they appreciate everything. They're grateful for for everything. And it's just like as much as I'm giving, much time and effort I'm giving, like the just the the experience and you know, the 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 life that they they pour into me is is just as much as what I'm what I'm doing and I'm giving to them and so it's it's always a uh, a awesome experience to be able to go over there and give back. It is man, and you inspired me, man. Um, I saw because you know you get caught up in your own like um, you get caught up in your own efforts. I have Vaughn's vision. We give it back contacts, glasses, LASIK surgery, and I just you know my my time is always on that, and then. You know, to see Chris Long do some of the amazing things that he's done and get acknowledged for it for the Walter um, Peyton Man of the Year and to see you help out with that, man, it inspired me. Like, bro, I want to go do that and I want to go help and I want to go see. And, you know, the um, information that was passed, I don't want to I don't want to mess up, you know, the quotes, but, you know, they said over they said it's a huge percentage of, of the world. They don't even have access to running water and the water, the fresh water that they had to have, they have to walk miles to go get it. And it just puts things in perspective for me because I can go in the bathroom right here and turn on the sink and wash my hands with it and hop in the shower and wash my hair. And, you know, it's just, it's just there. And it's so easy for people to, you know, take um, advantage of that. We got food in abundance. We can, we can go in the pantry and get, Whatever we want, we can get on DoorDash app and have it delivered to our our house. So, you know, seeing the efforts that you did with that and Chris Long, man, it really put things in perspective to me, man. And I'm so appreciative, so appreciative, you know, to have the the life that we have, man. And I'm so appreciative to be in a situation to help others, man. So I've always admired that, admired that about you, man. And you know, it's not all about getting sacks, even even though that you run them up. It's not all about getting sacks and doing all the wonderful things that you do on and off the football field it's always about you know helping somebody else man and i admire that about you miles for sure man you love dinosaurs um you know the crazy thing is it's not really dinosaurs for me that i love i just like researching extinct animals like it fascinates me that 99 percent of all the animals that have ever lived on this earth are, are extinct yeah yep. so so i do um you know i look up re i research like you know, the uh, 
the Nas Eagle, you know, one of the biggest Eagles that has, that has ever like, you know, flown the skies and his, his, his main prey was the Moa. It's kind of like an emu. It's like a big, uh, it's like a big bird. Huge. They used to eat, yeah, man. Big old, yeah. Big old bird. Yeah. You, you know about that, man. And you know, dinosaurs for you is, is, uh, is your thing, man. Um, what you just always been like that since you're a little kid? Like, cause you when you're on the football field, you attack, you attack like a, a velociraptor or, you know, or a T Rex or or something, man. Like, have have has has it always like interest you or? It always has, man. I mean, as, as far as you know, dinosaurs. You no, know, my love grew from you know watching, believe you no know, Lost World, Jurassic Park, uh, mm-hmm. that first time, and then watching the original. You know, as I got older. Cause you know, I grew up on the second one because it came out after I was born, and then you know I went back retroactive, retroactively and watched the first one. But like that love for dinosaurs, like you said, it turned into like a love for just like ancient animals and extinct animals. And so you know, I know about you know the the moa as well. I know about the Tasmanian tiger, the mm-hmm. the 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 ground sloth, like stuff like that. Like even stuff that that was. You know, here while we were still here, all those animals were here while we were still living, and yeah. you no, know, they they went extinct. You no, know, and in some cases, as a side effect of of what we were doing in in history, so it's it's also fun to not only you know go back and see those animals that are like you know sixty, sixty six, sixty seven million years old to one hundred thirty million years old to stuff that was here, you no, know, just four or five thousand years ago or like in yeah. you know in the last ice age stuff that's you know in La Brea tar pits you know they they dig out new fossils and new remains all the time of stuff that was you know living alongside us and that we we hunted and that we that we ran from that we that we strategized to to go attack like we do every every day so you know, it's, it's kind of crazy like the kind of things that we we had to 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 face the kind of adversity that we had to face from day to day, just for all these different types of animals and the the the, the really problems that they they provided towards us, because you know there was yeah. there was a lot of you no know, good ones, a lot of a lot of like herbivores that didn't bother us, but there was a lot of hunters that you no know, we didn't have shelter from, and that we we had to we had to find a way around. Man, it's it's crazy to, for me, I, I just I like imagining like what life was like. With these animals, like you said, with like living amongst them, like I like to just imagine how cool it was. Um, the great passenger pigeon, it used to be so many pigeons, like it used to black out the sky. And they were hunted to they were hunted to extinction. And this is like this is as early as like the early 1900s. Like I don't want to like quote, I gotta look it up, but it was I think it was like 1930 or 1940. It was huge that when they would migrate, they would black out the sky. And it's just, it's just it's just cool for me to imagine, like, you know, now we see pigeons on the ground. We're like, man, it's just a pigeon. But they used to, it used to be so many of them that they used to just black out the sky and they were um, hunted to extinction. And I think, you know, you got to be aware of stuff like that so it doesn't, like, happen doesn't again. Doesn't happen again. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't happen again. We got so many amazing creatures that are left on this earth that I just, you know, I love researching whether it's on, in, whether it's, uh, you know, the cuttlefish or whether it's, you know, anything. I just like knowing what type of mysteries that this world has for us because this is our only one. And it's not like we it's not like we can go nowhere. I just like we, to know we, what we we're here. Get over. We don't we don't get to run it back <laughs> anywhere else. Yeah, man. So what's um, what's crazy yeah. is that like I had this I had that like same exact talk with someone this this summer about the pasture pigeon, like how abundant it was, like how it blocked out 
like the the sun when when they like when they uh migrated all at the same time and like like it's still like mind-boggling because you see like swarms of birds like you know flying through from time to time or migrating mm -hmm. and you think like yo that's a lot of birds or like you see them sitting on a line and they move at the same time but like it's hard to like even fathom like the amount of birds that it would take flying together to where you just couldn't see the sun for an extended you know, period of time. And they yeah. were like abundant from like the bottom of the U.S. to like halfway through Canada. Mm -hmm. And like they had a huge like population you know, throughout North America and now they're completely gone. And that's a, like as a result of us, absolute result uh, of us. It's, it's uh, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's extremely, you know, it's, I wouldn't say, of course, it's sad, and if, but at the same time, it's just, it just shows you like we have to do better, man. And it's not only just with birds, but it could be, um, it could be greenhouse gases or fossil fuels, or like you know, we got all these. Of course, we it's a lot of problems going on in the world, and you know, but global warming. Some people don't even believe in global warming or any of that stuff, man. But you know, it's it's just it's just extremely humbling to think about like we are the ones doing this it's not like somebody else is coming it's like we like if if humans were here if humans weren't here it'd be so many animals so many plants it'd be so beautiful um but at the same time like we have to live too we just got to find a a better way to uh coexist with some of the beautiful and interesting animals that we have um that was one of my passions too so it's good to like you know talk to you about that man um dinosaurs um this right here is this game that we want to play are you up for a game i'm up for it let's do it this game that i'm about to play right here is called guess the dinosaur you know I, i'm sure that you will run through all of this but i just wanted to see i just wanted to test it out they will put it up on the screen right here for us this is right here it's got it this is this is the easy one this is on jurassic park all the, I, this is on jurassic park everybody know this what, what's this model? yeah nice little nice little simple live little triceratops no triceratops you know i think uh land before time this was uh this was sarah too um you watch land before time the cartoon of course yeah they got ducky and i think that was sarah the triceratops on there i might be mistaken this uh the second one right here the second dinosaur we got here you had this on your birthday cake so you gotta you gotta know this one right here you said i had it on my birthday cake but i yeah. When I get a sack at home, actually, this is the animal that pops up on the like the jumbotron, yeah, like coming out like uh, the Jurassic Park gates. So Spinosaurus is my favorite, and I can't miss it. That's dope, man. That's dope, man. So when you get a sack at 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 the Brown Stadium, they play the 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 whole sound and the roar and all of this stuff. Yes. Oh, that's so dope, it's, man. It, it comes out the gate, and then I'm I'm standing next to it. <laughs> that's cool, man. This uh, third dinosaur that we got. You know, it doesn't have the frill like it did in Jurassic Park, but that's still a Dilophosaurus. This was the one where he was in there, he tried to pet it, and it just, it like spit in his eyes. Yeah. It, like it made like the little sound. He thought the it was sweet, too. he made the little sound <laughs> at him. He had a back up. <laughs> Dilophosaurus for sure, man. And this uh, fourth dinosaur that we got right here. Mmm. You see the, I can't really see the, the hands. It's, it's, I can, I can see it's the, the largest. Head. It's the largest land carnivore to have ever lived. Well, I can't say that with confirmation because I know Spinosaurus existed and it was longer. Yeah. 
And I know T-Rex was believed to be heavier, but not quite as long. But in between, it's speculated to be Giganotosaurus. They, we, I, we might be wrong. This Gigantosaurus. <laughs> Giganotosaurus. It, 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 oh, yeah, so we, yeah, we was wrong on this one right here, man. I, hey, hey, we can't be uh, testing miles on here on the, <laughs> on the dinosaurs, man, for sure, man. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. Dinosaurs, the way that they hunt and they go after their prey, it's kind of how, you know, we feel when we're on the football field. My, when I'm when I'm on the football field, when I'm pass rushing, I like to have an offensive mindset. I like to feel like, you know, I'm the one on attack. And, mm-hmm. you know, the offensive line is trying to stop me. And they might have like a, a running back come chip or a, they might line up the, the tight end. In this formation, I just got to run around it. I got to find a way to get to the quarterback as fast as possible. Um, you know, the art of pass rush. What is... You know, this is something I always ask, like, the pass rushers at the Pass Rush Summit. And I'm sure I've asked you this before, but, you know, on the Voncast, it has, we have to have a segment where me and you talk about pass rush. What is your mindset when it comes to rushing the pass? Obviously, you have all these different size pass rushes, and people get it done in so many different ways. I feel like you get the most traction from really, from really researching and really watching – and really listening to other pass rushers' mindset when they're on the football field. What is your mindset when you're rushing the pass? It's like, you know, it's like hunters talking to each other, you know, when, before they go out and hunt deer or, or whatever, you know, getting, getting an idea of where it's at and where you need to be, the location. All right, this worked. I feel like that's us as pass rushers talking to each other. And sometimes you got to also, you know, you got to also learn from the prey. You got to watch it. You got to observe it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was my first year, uh, you know, spending my time with Joe Thomas. I don't want to call him prey because he wanted the best to ever do it. But, mm-hmm. I mean, he, at the end of the day, uh, if he was on another team, he'd be an op. So just listening to him, you know, how he he would react to you know, the the uh, pass rush moves I was getting him, the, the way I was coming up, my angle of departure. Uh, you know, my hands, you know, if I was doing a long arm or, or a swim or, you know, whatever, you know, how, how he was going to react to all that. And then he would break it down for guys uh, that, that we were facing that week. And so, you know, whether he was, you know, shooting his hands or he was a rapper, what he was, you know, he was kicksetting or he was turning, you know, you know the, the angle of his departure and how he kicks, you know, whether he likes to, you know, vary it up a little bit. For me, I feel like, you know, all that is great. You no, know, I like to have that in my, the back of my mind whether you know, he might you know, switch up or not. But you know, I, I want to know his kick. I want to know where his hips are. I want to know what kind of you know, hand puncher he is. After that, I dictate everything else. All that stuff. Yeah. You no, know, he's not going to change uh, before I get off the ball. This is all that he's that's been like ingrained in him. You know, through his time in college and football, whether it's changed or NFL, whether it's changed. No, I don't know. But when I get off on the ball, I want to dictate the pace. I'm going to apply pressure. And I want him to feel like, damn, he's, he's on me right now. And so he has to make a decision. You know, am I, am I going to turn my shoulders? In that case, you know, I'm going to you know, stick the long arm and try to throw him by. Or I'm going to try to spin back inside. Is there a chip here? Now, I might, I might uh, use a chip to, to beat him inside, whether it's, a, whether it's a spin back inside or, like, I just, you know, you know, playing off the right and then, like, 
sidestep or, or euro back into the to the to the inside right. B gap. You know, I don't want to interrupt you, but you had a you had a but you had a crazy one versus the Bengals. Like, and I have I had one against the Chiefs. I was like, man, I see the running back. The running back is about to chip me. So that means the slide gotta be going away. Mm-hmm. So I ran up the field, the running back came up, and he chipped me. I spun inside. And I'm like, man, like I I I got here on this is this is versus Patrick Mahomes. And then I see you and you did the exact same move, 50 pounds. 50 pounds bigger than like 50 pounds bigger than me, man. Like I was, I was blown away, man. I didn't want to interrupt you, bro, but like the way you get off the ball, the way you're able to spin and throw people by like size and strength. And like, man, I'm just, I'm a huge, I'm a huge fan of your game. You know that, man. Like, you know that, man. But I, you know, I'll I'll let you finish, man. I ain't mean to, I ain't mean to cut you off, man. But for sure, when you said that, it just made me think about it. Like, yeah, you definitely be on all of that for sure. No, I mean, the the two people who I've seen do that, like to the best of like of that ability is was like you and LT like being able to use the chip to your advantage and like watching your film is like it's like watching like a smaller me because like I've always patterned my game after you being able to like do the same thing being able to dip you know doing the ghost rush being able to like have a multitude of moves setting traps like all that you know, had and all that came from you. You know, you know Man, coming from cool, that the Aggie background. You know, that had me following your footsteps, and I was like, "Man, my man has the blueprint. He's a, he's already paved the way." You know, at the end of the day, you know, just you know, kind of you know, take a little bit from there. You know, try to try to create my own path. You you and watching you, it's like I'm, I am forty pounds heavier or fifty pounds heavier. It's like I'm I'm able to use my power a little bit differently. You know, try to try to torque guys and use my hands a little bit more than. You no, know, just you no know, being a finesse rusher, but being able to like, you know, re- not rely on it, but you know, use my instinct when you know finesse isn't working. All right, he's 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 able to recover on this on this uh, outside speed chop club, and then you know I can always rely on you no know, bringing my hand back inside and and you no know, longer I'm in bar or doing the hunt move, and then you know if the guard's not there, he's you no know, no he's he's, he's barbecue chicken, but. <laughs> You no, know, knowing that I, I got to be two guys, three guys regularly. I know the first guy. No, I, I never worry about the first guy. It's really the second and third guy. It's like I'm, I'm gonna get there. I don't think there's no uh, attacking in this league who, who like is gonna take no one on ones with us and 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 think he's gonna take the majority. But as far as like applying pressure, you no know, getting to that move area, uh, making him. Uh, know react how we want him to react making him shoot his hands making him turn like all that you no know, starts with us you no know, getting off on the ball you no know, bruce smith always told me he said mm-hmm. man the the main thing is is get off you know when when you're late you know he you're just allowing him to get in his set you no know, getting his place and then he's dictating you we dictate to them because we're we're coming to them and so you no know, we're 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 always on the attack even though it's, it's defense you no know, we're always you no know, you know, pushing pushing the game forward and and making making things happen. Man, hey, that just gave me goosebumps, man. And that's hey uh kids at home, that's straight from the book of Rush, um chapter um 95, Miles Garrett. He just he just gave it to you. Um verse 3 and 4. Um that's straight from that's straight from the book of Rush, man. And another thing that you do, man, like you know sometimes power guys have a, a tough time with finesse, sometimes finesse guys have a tough time you know, converting over to power, bro. And you do it so, you do it with so much, um, 
you are so fluid with that. Like you understand that if this guy don't brace himself, I'm going to steamroll him and back. I'm going to steamroll him back to the quarterback. So you anticipate him bracing for himself and you hit the finesse, you hit the finesse, the dip, whatever it is, cross chop, uh, any uh, double swipe, like you're able to go to the finesse, whether it's just a, a subtle shoulder dip. And you know, like, if I get off on the ball, they're going to try to run with me. And you're able to get up to six or seven yards and just spin back underneath, bro. So I'm a huge fan of you, man. And it's, it's, it has been an honor and a privilege to, um, you know, be able to witness, you know, this right here. Um, Aggie brothers, like, you know, I, I want to see you have as much success as, as you possibly can, man. Um, you know, sacks, they come in bunches. I feel like whenever I watch you, it's each and every play. We just played you two weeks ago. And I'm on the sideline, like, I don't know how Josh got out of that. I don't know how Josh, I don't know how Josh got away with that. I'm like, man, Dion, come on, Dion, come on, get him, Dion. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, would you give you give everybody such a tough time, man? Um, you know, I got some guys in the, the chat. Um, they they ask about this is Will X Griggs. He said, Dragon Ball Z or Naturo? Dragon Ball Z. I mean, it's a classic. I mean, I feel like every anime has or every shonen anime has like taken a little bit of Dragon Ball Z and that like that atmosphere and that intensity that it brings and like brought it into itself. Um Will Griggs also had a question. He said the hardest quarterback in the league to tackle. I'll go first. Jacoby Brissett, man, it, and that guy is <laughs> <laughs> this guy. This guy, bro, he does not want to go down, bro. He is not your typical quarterback, bro. Like when we played Joe, I went, I went for the ball. He came ready to throw the ball, knock the ball out of his hand. He grabbed the ball, fall down. I look over at the down marker. He a yard pass. I said, "This guy, right?" I was, I was really looking at. It. I was like, I was like, God dang, he got off on the ball. And I'm, I'm saying, you just run the hoop. I'm like, oh man, Jacoby, throw it, throw it, like move, do something. Like it, the, the internal clock got to be going. And then, man, I knew. Like I see you, I see you just hunting. And I'm like, please, just just keep moving. Just go forward. Like, just, just get past the down mark. Man, that last drive of the game, man, like, I had so many good jumps from the ball, and I felt like Jacoby, he wasn't watching anybody but me. Like, he snapped the ball, and he just looking at me the whole time. Like, I'm like, man, I'm like, bro, like, you got to pass the ball down the field. I got a good get off. I beat the tight end and the tackle, and Jacoby saw me and just sidestepped. Then there was another play. I went for him. I, I tried to tackle him, but I didn't get his arm all the way. And he just squeezed it out and threw it. It was cool because it, it happened to be holding down the field anyway. So I wouldn't have got that sack anyway. I'm like, bro, mm -hmm. I go again. I try to I try to sack him. I'm bull rushing the guy. He spin out and run the opposite way. I say, man, this guy, he already big. He already 245 pounds, bro. And he just has that one two man like. Man, I'm hey, a, man, I'm a, don't, you know. don't be saying that, like I don't be feeling the same way when, when we played y'all. Like, <laughs> I I hit Dion. Dion, my boy. And again, I, I like talking to Dion, and you know, you know, we we cool when we we kick it in the off season. But I hit him with a fake spin off the chip, and this was like sheer instinct. Like I, I got into a situation where I started to spin, and I knew I wasn't in position to complete it, so I just came back out. And I'm thinking, oh, this is about to be a highlight. And so I'm, I'm, I'm bending the edge, and I see Josh took out the ball. And as I'm reaching out, he's throwing it. So he he gets it out. I'm like, ain't no way he he didn't see me. There's there's no way like his internal clock is that good where he just knew that I was gonna be right here. And Dion looked at me and said, "Bro, you just hit me with a fake spin." 
<laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, yeah, like I, I think I like once you hit like a, a good enough movie, it's like, yeah, I got it. Like it takes yeah. you to another level. Like you feel like your create yeah. creativity is like matching up with like everything, like your, your physicality, like this game's yeah. gonna be a good one. And I feel like I had like all these good rushes. And he's just like staring at me, just getting the ball out. It's like, there's no way he doesn't see me. And he's not just thinking of me. Bro, I be, I be feeling like that too, man. And honestly, like, you the first guy that we go against, like, when you sack, when I see you sack Josh, I wasn't like, man, why y'all let him get a sack? It was just like, okay, like, just limit it. Like, y'all just limit it. He gonna get his, he gonna get his. Now I gotta go out there and get mine, like. You know, everybody, you know, she, I'd be like, man, how you let this guy beat you? I go against you every day. Like, how you let, but with you, man, it's just like, okay, y'all just limit the damage. Like, I'm going to go out here and I'm going to get, I got to go get sex now. Like, you're the only player in the league that I feel like that, man. And I just got so much respect for you and your game, man. And, um, you know, I don't want to take up all your time, man. I got, you know, a couple, I got another game that I want to play. This game is called the Cheat Code. It's called the Defensive the defensive cheat code. You a cheat code. I like to play GM. You know, I want to be a GM when it's all said and done. Um, this is a passion of mine that has grown over time. You know, of course, I don't want to coach. I, I'm. I got too much respect for these guys. I've been. I've been in the locker room. You know, I know how hard it is to you know to coach these guys. It's it's you know while I have while I have everybody's time, like you got to respect these coaches, man, because they pour their life into coaching these guys. And they they watch these guys over and over and over and over. And they come in and they say, listen, you want to be defensive player of the year? Just do this. And they come in here and they do the opposite every single time. <laughs> <laughs> they do the opposite every single time, bro. And I'm like, man, I can't, I'm not, I got I can't do that, man. I got all the respect in the world. I want to be the guy that assembles great teams. You know, I want a guy that brings in the great coaches, that brings in the great players, that brings in the great athletic trainers, the athletic staff and the, and the strength and conditioning staff. And I want to bring in the great janitors and the front office. And, and you, you know, and I want to be the, guy. the great hours too. Cause yeah. coaches be working from like 6 a.m. to like oh. 12 a.m. Six to six. They, yeah, they, get, they don't get any sleep. They sleep up there. They sleep. Up there. <laughs> like, I, I done showed up one time and coach was on the couch. I was like, coach, there's no way you, you've been here since I left. They watch film over and over. Then they watch next week's film, and they come in with the best game plan that they that this is the best game plan that that it gives us the best chance to win. And what we go out there and do, what we go hey, out there and do, we we don't we get go the out call. There and, do that, and, and he just had to look at us. <laughs> it, it but I got all the with everybody. It's just like it, it does. He got the he got the perfect like perfect plan in his head. Mm-hmm. It's like all we gotta do is execute. And if someone don't do it, and then. Everybody look at him crazy. He just like, he got to take it on the chair. They be like, all right, we get him next week. Yeah, let me, I got to simplify the game plan. I thought I already had it simple for these guys. I got I to gotta make, <laughs> make it more simple for these guys, man. But, you know, with that being said, man, this is the defensive cheat code game. And this is defense number one. You're going to be the common denominator on all of these defenses. I got to have Miles Garrett on all of these defenses. But this first defense, I got Michael Parsons. Miles Garrett, Chris Jones, Jordan Brooks, and Patrick Sertan. I like this one because it's got Michael, Michael Parsons. Of course, all these guys on here cold, but Michael Parsons, Patrick Sertan, Miles Garrett, Chris Jones, Jordan Brooks on the same team. Hey, I, I know for I know front for ain't one, nothing getting through. 
They're not going to be able to pass the ball. They're going to be able to stop the run. It's going to be plenty of sacks. It's going to be plenty of forced fumbles. And we got Patrick Sertan. We're going to get put. We're going to get picks. Jordan Brooks. He's going to be able to lock at the tight end too. And Chris. Oh my God! Like test games hey, with you and Michael Parsons. One of the few duos that 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 get twenty sacks a piece. A piece. It's going to be crazy, man. This is defense number two. We got T.J. Watt, Miles Garrett, DeForest Buckner, Matt Milano. That's my boy, and Sauce Gardner. This is this is this is a tough one too. I always like tall defensive tackles. Like I played with Derek Wolf for a long time. He was just able to command all of that guard. So when we run like a text game, that guard is going with him. There, there's no mm-hmm. way that this guard can push off of Derek and come on, like be able to be able and to, still to be play able to me slide and over to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I know running games with DeForest Buckner, you and DeForest Buckner, you uh, uh, DeForest Buckner and T.J. Watt, Matt Milano, the best inside linebacker in the league. Him and Tremaine Edmonds, two best inside linebackers in the league. They're gonna be able to lock up. He's a short tackler too, so they're gonna be able to play the run right here too. It's not gonna be nothing. In, and Sauce Gardner, oh my God, Sauce Gardner, Patrick Sertan, like I, man, I I love those guys, man. For sure, Yo, Sauce is killing it this year. And I feel like when I watch y'all's games, I see, like, I always hear Milano's name get called, like, yeah. multiple times. Like, he he's yeah. always in the thick of things, always making big plays. Like, it's, it's like, a joy to watch him play, like, the position. Bro. It is, man. He, he tackled well. He plays the pass well. He's smart. He's tough. Like, he has everything that you need from an inside linebacker, man. That's defense number two. Defense number three. Nick Bosa, Miles Garrett, Dexter Lawrence, Fred Warner, Jalen Ramsey. Oh my God, jeez, this was crazy too. This was crazy. This was crazy. This was crazy was too, man. Jalen Ramsey, you know, I start with Jalen Ramsey. Like he, you know, he's one of the best corners in the league. Lock up any receiver. Fred Warner on the inside. You know, similar to, you know, Matt Milano can play the run, pass. You ain't going to – there's nothing that he can't do from the inside linebacker position. Dexter Lawrence, he's going to eat up the run. He's going to eat up the pass. He's great running uh, versus pass defense, run defense. Got Miles Garrett, Nick Bosa, man. This one this one is crazy, too. This one's crazy, too, man. Damn, what, what you got for defense number four? Like Defense number four. <laughs> Of course, you know I left some guys off. I got Max Crosby, Miles Garrett, Aaron Donald, Devin White, Darius Slay. Still, still super you know what, tough. You know what I will say with this, Miles? You know, this is not an indictment on anybody. This is not saying that this de- this is not saying this is just simply a game that we play. All of these defenses can obviously go to the Super Bowl and win it. But, you know, for shits and giggles. We got to come up with one of these defenses that we like. And I guess I'll pick first. You know, this has nothing to do with anybody else. It's just, this is just, this is just me being biased because I love Patrick Sertan. And I love Micah Parsons. I want to go with defense number two because Matt Milano is on there. But just for this game, you know, I love Patrick Sertan. I love Michael Parsons. And it's got Miles Garrett. I'm going to go with defense number one. That's the defense that, you know, GM Vaughn would like to go with. All of these, could they all are, are capable of doing exactly the same thing. But 
this is the defense that that I would pick, you know, to go with. Do you have you want me to run him back to see which one you would pick to go with? You, you ain't got to do all that. I mean, respect to all these guys. I ain't throwing shade at any one of them. I mm -mm, think they're all nope. great football players, man. I mm -hmm. think they, I mean, they they all are at the very you know, top tier of their position, and they they play it all very well. But, you know, that 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 first squad, like you said, that first squad, you know, Patrick Sertan, Jordan <laughs> Brooks, uh, Chris, you know, me, Micah. I, I mean, Micah can, can move. Know just about anywhere he can rush about anywhere he can yeah. drop back like he he's so mm -hmm. versatile but, mm -hmm. but so like aggressive and versatile and uh like not not man what is it? i mean uh, my man is is really just all over the aggressive and like uh intense that's what i'm looking for man my man yeah. is so intense like the 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 way he plays the game like the, the energy he brings to the game man you just and you just watch, like he's he's never out of like he's he's always um, running all over the field. He's always yeah. you know, you know, bringing it from you know, the, the first snap to the last snap. Mm -hmm. And I'm High not saying guy. that not, not all these guys do that, but like you just you just see it like when when he like when he decides to turn it on, like you like you, you love to watch. And then Chris, I mean, he's always a threat to to go and just maul an opposing you know, guard or center for for two three sacks. Baxter Tan gonna lock up. Jordan gonna be there when we need him to. He's he's gonna he's gonna you know lock up with with any you know tight end and also be able to to rush and 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 uh, blitz where we need him to and make plays all over the field. You no know, can go from sideline to sideline. And you know, I feel like I'm I'm top dog, but no, that, now you, that's why I gotta have you on all these defenses. I gotta have you on all these defenses. I'm, I'm gonna leave that there. I feel like I feel like I'm top dog, but but man, all these guys, you know, they're they're at the very top center position, and I feel like number the group number one is is taking you to multiple multiple bowls mm -hmm. and winning multiple bowls. It is, man. We got a lot of they young too. Got a lot of guys on there too, man. It's good to go, man. Um, you know, this is my last uh, you know segment with you. You know, I love I love Halloween. I know you love Halloween. You know, this year you dressed up as as Vegna from Stranger Things. Um, you know, you are known for your your quarterback graveyard tradition. You know, you decorate your yard with gravestones of of quarterbacks that he sacked, and it was so dope and it was so inspiring that we had the all time sack leader Bruce Smith. He did it as well, and whenever you can get. Bruce Smith on board, like, you know, like, bro, you you know you're doing something crazy, man. It was crazy because I wanted to do it, too, but I was like, dang, why did I think of that? Like, Miles had already did it, man. Dang. He beat me to it, man. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to, to do, do it. it. Uh, like, a little, a little Aggie collab on that one, man. Man, uh, that, I, I wanted yeah, we, to. We could rival Bruce with that graveyard, then. I didn't want to be, I just didn't want to be that guy, man, because, you know, sometimes when it's just so dope and, like, you just try to. Do it too. It just it just it don't hit the same because you already did it. You know what I'm saying? So it, it was dope, man, and it, it inspired me to want to do it. it. Was like, man, Miles already killed it, man. I can't do it, man. Like, but but of course Bruce can do it. All time sack leader, man, and you know both of those is crazy. You know, with all the quarterbacks that you've sacked, and all the quarterbacks that I've sacked, it's one quarterback that I haven't gotten that you haven't gotten that we both played. This year, as a matter of fact, I, I, I we both played this guy this year. This year. And I didn't get him, and you didn't get him. I've sacked a lot. Of, I got 
A lot of sacks in the league, sacked a lot of quarterbacks. You them crushed and sacked a lot of quarterbacks in this league. This is the one quarterback that neither me or you haven't got. Who do you think it is? True, this year? No, you played him. Dang. Give me some colors. Give me some colors for this. Um, the colors is uh teal. Teal. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. And Tua. It's, it's Tua. Yeah. It's Tua, man. Me, neither me or you haven't gotten Tua, bro. Um, you know, you got all the sacks in the world. I got, I got a lot of sacks. That is the one quarterback that we haven't gotten. You know, if, I got another shot I on the guy. Quarterback. If I knew a quarterback, if I if I could tell you a quarterback that was like looking at me during the play, instead of looking downfield. That would probably be the guy. <laughs> when I talked to him after the game, he said there was no way in hell he was going to let me uh, put him in that graveyard. I said, yeah, I know. I mean, the, the man, <laughs> the man's a baller. The man, the man is killing it this year. And uh, he, did, he didn't want to let me get one. And, uh, I mean, their the offensive line is, is, is pretty darn stout as well. So, yeah. I got to no, got We, no we got to change that, though. I got another shot of these guys in two weeks. We got the Jets next week, and then we got the Dolphins the week after that at home. So, I, you know, I have another shot, man. And I got, I got you, my boy. I'm, I'm, hey. I, I get, I get it for both of us, my boy. Hold it down for us, man. You got to do it for, for, for the Aggies. Man, it is an honor and a privilege to, to have you, man. Like I said, man, before we even got on here, man, is if it's anything that you ever need from me, man, if it's just a video that you want me to send for somebody, man, and you did the password summit for me. Um, you got on the Vaughn cast for me, man. And, you know, Coach uh, Sherman told me back when I was in college at Texas A&M, he said, uh, a friendship is not somebody that just takes and takes and takes. It, it goes both ways. You give and take. You give and take. And I feel like I've just been taken from you, Miles. I feel like I've just been taken from you, man. If you ever need me for anything, man, I am dead serious about this. Just let me know, man. If it's just a simple phone call to anybody, a Zoom Sign what man, I got you, man. Whatever you need from Vaughn, man, I'm in debt to you, man. Like, even if it's down the road when you start having kids and stuff, you want me to come dance at your daughter's wedding, man. Like, I, I'm I'm in debt to you, man. It is an honor and a privilege to have you on my show, man. Fellow Texas AM fighting Aggie, man. Hey, I, I appreciate your time, man. I wish you all the success in the world, man. I love and I appreciate you, my boy. Keep going, G. Thank you, man. Y'all clap it up for Miles Garrett. <laughs> Man, love and appreciate you, dog. I, I really do. And uh, I mean, you've given a wealth of of knowledge and experience to me and many other rushers. And, and I know we have a, a unique connection relationship. And so somewhere down the line, I'm a, I'm gonna call this favor in. But until then, man, I just appreciate what you do for for all of us. And uh, it's just a pleasure to be be on this this uh this podcast with you, man. Hey, thanks, Miles. I appreciate you, man. I'll see you soon, my boy. Yes, sir. We got fan questions coming up, right? We have 1412 at 1412. He says, do you think the Giants will make the playoffs? Yes. They got Brian Dayball. These boys got Brian Dayball right here, man. You know, he, he's one of the, uh, the best offensive minds in the league. Yes, I think they will bounce back. I think they will go to the playoffs. I think, honestly, everybody in that NFC East uh, division We'll go to the playoffs. Wait, wait, let me think. The commanders go. 
the commanders got to do a little bit of work, but they are working and they are winning games and they beat the Eagles. So if they can do what they continue to do, I feel like everybody in the NFC East team, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Dallas Cowboys, the commanders and the Giants will be able to make the playoffs. So, yes, I think I think the Giants will be able to make the playoffs. Um, this is June or this junius. Uh, there's a junior spawns juni response these usernames are crazy man juni responds to what great dns do you look up to the most um honestly i am a big fan of demarcus Ware, Derek thomas uh bruce smith alt all of those guys but it's not necessarily the older guys that i pay attention to and I like to pay attention to the young guys. It's ringing off sacks. I like to be around the young guys. I like to stay inspired and and motivated by these young guys because these young guys are the future. So I feel like the old guys are really just trying to chase those guys. It just ages you. Instead, I like to to be like down here with the young guys. The guys are still fighting and ringing off sacks. I like to be around the Michael Parsons and um, you know the Miles Garrett's and the T.J. Watts. I like to be you know, around the uh, the Max Crosby's and, you know, the, the younger pass rushers, you know what I'm saying? The Bradley Chubbs. I like to be around those guys so I can feel young and be young and, like, still ring off sacks and get that that inspiration like they be doing, man. Like, I feel like once you get complacent and feel like you think you know it all, like, that's when it starts to become a downfall, in my opinion. So uh, that's why I have a pass rush summit each and every year. Um, it's not the Von Miller Teach Clinic. It's just a place where we can go all the passwords can go and we can just bounce ideas off of each other. I can see them rush. They can see me rush. And if we can just get one thing from each other, you know, it, it is a, it is a good summit. Um, you know, this week, um, I'm not going to be able to play against the Patriots, but this week is going to be a tough matchup. I can tell you that right now. Um, Matthew Judon, I, I, I'm never afraid uh, for my guys because I feel like we prepare but the guys that, that make me nervous is, of course, Matthew Judon. He can, just like when we played Miles Garrett and just like last week when we played Aiden Hutchinson, like those guys can just single-handedly wreck the game because I notice because I see the game through their point of view and I feel like I can do that to the other team. So Matthew Judon makes me nervous. <laughs> um, Mac Jones makes me nervous because when he's on his game, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, Trent Brown makes me nervous because when he's on, he is the best tackle in the league. It could be right tackle, left tackle. He's the best whenever he's on. And that is a unique situation to be in because he controls it. Trent, Trent Brown controls. It's up to him, not who he plays. It's literally up to him. If he wants to be the best to ever play in the history of, if he want to be, if he wants to be the best offensive lineman to ever play this game, Trent Brown can do it if he puts his mind to it and he doesn't give up any reps there's nobody that's going to stop him from doing it like i don't care what russia goes against trent brown he can be the best if he wants to do it it's a lot of guys that are the best depending on what teams or opponents they go against or what scheme like it doesn't matter what russia goes against trent if he's on, there's nothing that guy can do. The guy is 6'8", 360 pounds, and he moves just as quick as any defensive end. If Trent is on, he's the best. So those three players makes, makes me nervous. I saw uh, Hunter Henry go crazy. He makes me nervous. But 
never afraid. Um, never, never afraid. Like we got Josh Allen. <laughs> we got Josh Allen. We got Matt Milano. You know what I'm saying? Tredavious White is playing more. We can we can Tremaine Edmonds back this week. We got Ed Oliver. We got Stefan Diggs, uh, Gabe Davis. We got Dawson Knox. We got we got all of these guys. I, I, I can never be afraid. But you know, they make me nervous. And on top of that, we got Coach McDermott, man. Like Coach McDermott, Coach Frazier, um, Ken Dorsey, like, bro, these guys are insane, my boy. Um, so, you know, I, I just uh I wanted to give a little preview going into this game. Um, you know, I will drop some other news. A lot of guys, a lot of people said that, you know, the OBJ sweepstakes, we were gonna be down and out. OBJ's taking a visit. OBJ's taking a visit this Friday. Yeah. He's gonna be here. Everybody said, uh, everybody was like, oh no, oh he's the cowboys. A... Hey man, it ain't over till it's over. You know, he's gonna see the Giants, us, and the Cowboys. And I think when he comes here, I don't think he's gonna leave. That's just my that's just my point of view, you know. That's just how I feel about it. I think, you know, we made it this far out of all of the sweepstakes. We got all the way to this point. I don't think he's leaving. You know, it's not over for me. You know, I'm gonna be back at some point. So, you know, everything that we planned for at the beginning of the season is still out in front of us. Um, you know, I, it is an honor and a privilege to come here and do this Von Cast with you guys each and every week. Like, geez Louise, man. Like I'm, I'm so blessed, man. It's such, it's such a blessing to be in this environment with you guys and be able to have a platform to talk to my fans, man. It's super cool, man. And um, you know, I always like to dedicate, you know, each week. Um, this week, last week I dedicated, last time I had the Voncast, I dedicated it to Bills Mafia. Um, you know, this week I dedicate this game to all the coaches out there, like. Even the coaches that we're going against, even the coaches that we have on our team, even past coaches that have coached me. Um, you know, you got Jeff uh, Saturday just boom, popping the coach and hit head coach. It is not that easy. Um, coaching is one of the most mentally, um, emotionally um, challenging jobs. It challenges your patience. You have to really be a teacher. Um, you got guys that have been the man their whole entire life. And you you spend countless hours upon hours. You know, everybody's not the head coach. Everybody's not the coordinator. Everybody's not the position coach. You got GAs and assistants that that pour their whole heart and life into this shit, man. And, um, you know, this week, I would say going against, you know, Bill Belichick, one of the, the best coaches to ever coach. Um, this, this game is for all the coaches out there, man. Um, I respect you. Um, you know, I appreciate all the coaches that have coached me before, all the coaches that are coaching me now, and all the coaches that will continue to coach me throughout my career, man. This one's to you. Coach McDermott, Coach Washington, Coach Frazier, Co Coach uh, Marcus West, um, you know, here with the Buffalo Bills. This this week is for the coaches, man. You know, I appreciate y'all, man. I know my teammates and my colleagues will say the same thing about their coaches, man. This is coaches week. This is coaches week this week, man. Um, it is an honor and a privilege to be here with you guys, man. This is the Vaughn cast. I love you guys, man. And I'm out.